Welcome to another podcast from Vine and Fig Tree. And we are looking at what does God want of this particular hour in 2021 with all of the things that are swirling around our country and even around the world. What does God want our response to be now? What is he telling us by looking into scripture, what he expects of us in order for us to be successful in his kingdom. And success isn't built on how much we have or how much money in the bank. It is built on the approval of our Heavenly Father. And in the name of Jesus, let's look at two men that show us the different perspectives of facing the days ahead. Now, the one man is Noah. And I don't want to talk to you uh, at length about Noah and how long it took him to build the ark. Many people assume since Noah was 500 years old when God um, says that he had Shem and then Ham and then Japheth and then the waters of the flood come uh, 100 years later that it took him 100 years to build the boat. But that's not accurate because when God tells Noah to build the boat, He tells him to take your wife, your son's wives, and your sons with you onto the boat, which means that between the time that Noah was 500 years old, he had to have three children born to him. That's the way the scripture is writing in this genealogy. And they had to grow to manhood, and then they had to find wives, and that wasn't a couple of days after 500. That was sometimes, and my guess, and it is just a guess, was it took them 30 to 40 years for those three to grow up and find wives. And by the way, they didn't have any children until after they left the ark. All right, now, God said that Noah did according to all that God commanded him, so he did. That is, he prepared and built the ark. And he made it with the specific wood that God said, covered it with the pitch that God said, and made it three decks high. And he said he was going to bring all these animals on board and they had to be prepared for that. And then in Genesis 7, it says, And the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. And brothers and sisters, that is a strong key to where we belong in this generation, which is as in the days of Noah. I have seen that you are righteous before me. We need to be righteous. We need to be holy. We need to be focusing on God in this generation. And then in Genesis 7, it says, Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters were on the earth. So Noah with his sons, his wife and his son's wife went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. 
And then in Genesis 8, it says, then, Noah spoke to, then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that's with you, birds and cattle, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his son's wife with him. And then in 8.20, it says, Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar, and the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. And that aroma led God, it says, Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And by that way, that commandment has not failed and it has not stopped. And then in Hebrews it says, By faith Noah, divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. So, brothers and sisters, if we've been warned of things not yet seen, that is that great trouble can come upon our nation we should be looking to doing the things of righteousness and the walk of faith. And it says in 2 Peter 2, 4 through 5, For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly, That is what we're looking at now. We're looking at the flood of ungodliness that has come upon this nation. We are looking at lawlessness, sexual immorality, which is rampant. We we are looking at uh, false weights and false scales throughout the business industry. Um, We only find out about false weights and false scales when somebody identifies that the box has been made bigger but the, the, the weight of the cereal is smaller. We have all kinds of things like that going on and we have all kinds of uh, troubling deals with our government. But if we are like Noah and we walk with God, and we hear from God the things that he wants us to do, and we focus on those things, and we do those things despite all the distractions, all the ridicule, all the shaming, all the persecution, we will be saved, us and our whole household. Now let's compare that to Lot, because Lot is called a righteous man. 2 Peter 2, 6-9, Turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemn them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly. 
and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. Brothers and sisters, my heart has always been that I did not want to be like Lot, a righteous man who allowed the world to take over his family and destroy it. And even the two daughters that escaped, everybody else died or turned into a pillar of salt, which is the same thing. The two daughters that escaped were full of the immorality of Sodom and Gomorrah. And they had immoral relations with their father not understanding that Lot didn't need to have them for offspring, he could have remarried. But the way of the world is so blatantly, grossly immoral that it doesn't allow people to think outside their own personal cravings. So Lot did what? in response to the things that he saw coming. And he was not paying real close attention to God because God had to have his angels drag Lot out of the city. And he was saved, yes, but what a price he paid for not walking with God. What did he do instead of listening to God to find out what God wanted for Lot? And God wanted good for Lot, just like he does for us. He could have taken his whole family and all his flocks and left the area of Sodom and Gomorrah and found another place to live. That is openly possible to have taken place for Lot. Instead, Lot fretted, vexed himself, worried and worried himself so much that that word for vexation is the word for completely worn down by labor. So his labor wasn't working out in the fields. His labor was being worried and fretting and being anxious for, for everything as he saw all of these things. And brothers and sisters, if you want to be like Lot, watch the evening news. You'll be able to fret easily. But if you want to be like Noah, watch the hand of God and he will lead you and us and our whole households through the destructive things that will be coming upon the age to that glorious place where we are without spot or wrinkle, fit for the kingdom of God. And in Jesus' name, be blessed. Amen.